Have you ever looked around your business and thought to yourself, is this it? Are you making money, but yet you want more? Or maybe you have ideas in your head, but you're just not sure how to develop them into a revenue stream. Welcome to the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rohn and Lisa Beck, where we help you unlock your business potential and scale your business beyond trading time for money. Each week, you'll hear ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who, like you, are subject matter experts and want more from their business. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another week of the Caged Vision podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Beck. And this has uh, been a nice progression of podcasts. You think? How's that for dropping the theme of today in a little corny, right? We're talking about progression. And I know some people are thinking like, what are you talking about as it relates to progression? Because you can go a lot of places, right? A lot of different places as we, when we talk about progression. But in our context, we're talking about business leaders who probably are already thinking about 2019. If they aren't, they need to be thinking yeah, about Yeah, ring the alarm, ding, ding, ding. You need to be thinking about that now. Um, but we're thinking about, as we, as we go through and we talk about this concept of distilling down to the simplest form what you want accomplished and then branch out and then build out. We talk, we've talked about disruption and we've talked about people getting distracted. We didn't talk about disruption. We just talked about distraction, didn't we? Which causes disruption. Yeah, in the office. In, in the, the office. So now we're going through and we're saying, okay, now that you have that main thing that you want your team to focus on and after listening to our podcast, you no longer are worried about the curse of knowledge. You've simplified it. You've distilled it to a something everybody can rally around. The one main objective that if that gets accomplished, it's going to make everything else easier because it's going to knock all the other dominoes down. It's, it's the big domino. It's the right? big domino. So, which is really, really cool. Great concept. So then we take one step to the right. I'm thinking to the right because that's how our system works. And we start saying, okay, if that's the main thing, what's the one thing, the one thing, the what's the next domino that has to hit, right? And we do that in 90-day progressions. That's how we train using our system, which works pretty darn good, effectively. Um, no complaints thus far on that. But in that conversation, well, it's kind of something like progression that comes up. As in, how is this going to progress, and how are you going to get your team to think about how to get this done? And what's, what's the, most important first, What's right? most important first? You know, it reminds me of a story. She just rolled her eyes at me. I wish you... George, you're you're filming this, right? I tried to set it up. You told me not to do no, it. No, I didn't tell you to, to, to not film. I, can you get her eye rolls? Oh, Wait, we, hold on, hold on. I'm going to look at the camera for a moment while my eyes... There, there, okay, there needs to be an emoji made after an that emoji. eye roll because okay. it's classic. Anyway, imagine like UPS. Uh, I think UPS has you can only take right turns. Is that an accurate statement? <laughs> that is correct. They did some massive logistical study and yes. Yeah. And imagine um, that they didn't do that or there were no GPS systems. And it was like, hey, man, we need to deliver these 12 different stops. Choose whatever path you want. 
And so if somebody drove the furthest and they drove the closest and then they drove the second furthest, it just wouldn't make sense, right? It would be very illogical. Cost a lot of money because it would take a lot of time. It would not be a natural logistical progression. Correct? No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yes. So if, tr- if, if logistics folks do that, might we learn something from that, Lisa Beck? Perhaps. I think we could learn something from that, Carrie Rome. What do you think we'd learn? I think that we would learn to start at the starting point and to ask our team some questions about how to get to where we want to go. So the starting point. How do we get to a starting point? Wow. Because we, you, when we do this in, when companies hire us to come in, how often do you think the starting point that is first mentioned is not the starting point. Give me a percentage. Ninety uh, percent of the time. I'd agree. Ninety percent of the time. We could default to the old eighty twenty rule. We could do that. But I think ninety is probably more accurate. Mm-hmm. But, but we have to help them. But I think what we do is we help them think through how to progress through a project. What needs to be done? By whom? By when? And ask them questions, which goes back to a podcast we've done before on how to help your team think critically yes. by asking them how questions and what questions. Which is which is a podcast that just launched recently. And yeah. I did this mind map thing. It's very cool. I just... Oh, let's put... That can be a download. Okay. Because you didn't have that... You, that wasn't... I think it's Completed this. No, by I the think time it's they're critical. Is it? By the either time way, either way... We had so many questions about the critical thinking because it is something that everyone wants, but most people say, well, how do I do it? And the ironic thing about critical thinking is if someone laid out every identical step that you would you should take, you no longer are thinking critically. Oh, that's, that's true. I hadn't thought You're about just that. Following. You're just following. A, that's right. I didn't even think about it. But yes. And so I laid out the model on this mind mapping tool, which was really, really cool. I loved it. Thought it was great. Thought I had done all the work, which is pretty normal. And then I gave it to George. And George is like, I got to redo the whole thing for it to make sense for the rest of the world, which is pretty cla- – it's just normal, right? Well, that's because, as you always say, you get – 80% of it done, and then the rest of us have to do the other 20%, but we really know that's a flipped sort of percentage. Yeah, that's what they say in the office. See, I think I get it 80%, and they finish the 20%, and they say, you get 20%, and then you throw it over the fence, and you say, fix it. Pretty much that was an accurate statement, yes. It hurts a little, but not enough to change. No. It, no. <laughs> So anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about progression and starting points and helping yes, your team. Yes, the starting point. Yes. And you know, you brought, through. thank you for bringing up critical thinking. Yes. So when when we start talking about, okay, uh, we've got our main thing and we've got the first 90 days that we know we have to focus on. Okay, team, what is the first thing that we need to do? And Lisa just referenced that they quickly mentioned something that probably um, is in the list of the top five things that should be done. It's just not the first. And so how do we get them to figure out what the first actually is? Well, we ask them questions. What kind of questions, Lisa? We ask them. Well, we ask how and what questions. Yes. But then we, yes and. Yes and. Yes and. But, ooh, that sounded very Southern. That was a little Southern, but it's okay. You know, sometimes you sound Cajun and sometimes I just I'm not. I'm not going to pick it apart because I'm sort of this Cajun fought the redneck thing for a while and i don't even know i mean i didn't think anyway who knows what i sound like 
I don't think you sound like a Cajun all of the time, just occasionally. I don't think I sound Southern all of the time, but that definitely sounds The people that are not from the South are that are listening laughing. to this podcast are dying laughing like you two hillbillies, <laughs> right? Oh, well, we're okay with it. <laughs> well, we have come up with three questions to help your team sort of understand the progression, the necessary progression to get the results that you want. And yes. Should we go into that first or tell a story? Oh, tell the story. I really love this story. Okay. So I heard on a podcast, shocker, that I was listening to a podcast. I'm going to get you a t-shirt that says... Podcast junkie? uh, No, you should already own that one. I heard it on a podcast shocker because I think that's... One of your statements. One of Could your we, all right. I will. I will agree to wear it. But can I make one request? Maybe. Can we make it a headband? <laughs> if you'll wear it on a Friday Fun Fact video, I'll, I'll make it. I swear, a headband. I'll do it. It's done. I will do it. This is done. Can it be red? Sure. Black writing. You won't be able to see it with black writing. White, white writing. writing. Yeah, you're going to have to have white writing. Okay, we'll go old school. We're gonna yeah, go old school. John McEnroe. Maybe get some wristbands too. I'll get you some wristbands All right, too. Good. All Continue right, on. You tell the story. Oh, now. I'm telling the story. You're okay. telling the story. So, um, George is laughing at me. It's this ADD. I'm drinking like my 12th cup of coffee today. Um, anyway, we're t- it was a podcast and we're talking about it, um, things and progression. And uh, the story came up about. Um, the, the Italians, and it, I believe it was woodworking, but when I told this story to Lisa, she went to shoes. Well, maybe because I just think of Italian Well, they shoes. make good shoes, right? They do make good shoes, but, but okay, woodworking. But the question was asked, um, you know, what is the difference between an Italian uh, woodworkers, end product, and Americans? And they said, well, the end product is really not that much different. In fact, I don't know that you could tell the difference. Where the difference is, is the scrap that's left over with the Italian and the scrap that's left over in the American. And for what reasons are there differences in the amounts of scraps that well, are left over? Lisa, great question. It's like you prepared for this. Perhaps. Um, so the Italians go through this, um, this learning process where they are, what's the word I'm thinking of? Apprentice? Apprentice, thank you. They're apprentice. That is a big thing where they go, and there's, it's, just, it's this long process to get it perfect. Americans, man, we just start, and we figure it out, and there's scraps along the way, but we get it done faster, right? And so when we, so how does that relate to progression, right? Because that's really the tug that when you're laying out 2019 for your team, do you have time to be an apprentice? No, in no, 2019? no, no. You just no. need to get started. You know, you you probably have about 24 hours to figure it out, and then we got to start rolling. So, laying that clear path out for your team, helping them think critically right now in 2018, so that 2019 starts rolling fast, is so so important. And having something that's simple, practical, accessible. Really? Actionable? I like all of those words. Those are good words. Those are great words. Those are good words. Do you like that story about the Italian? I do like that story about the Italian. Would you care if the shoe came from an Italian shoemaker or an American shoemaker? If the quality was the same? Yeah. 
I wouldn't care. What if you knew there was a bunch of waste? I still wouldn't care. Okay. It doesn't make you a bad person if you okay. say that, because I know that's exactly where you went. <laughs> it is. I was like, well, theoretically, I should choose the Italian shoe with less waste. But I also think that you and your team, especially when you're doing things, um, new things, or when you're really trying to knock down that big domino and achieve an objective and grow your company. I think at first, just like the first time you do anything, there's going to be a little bit more waste. You don't know the most efficient way to do it, but yet you've got to get it done so you can move to the next thing. Yes. And if you wait for perfection, you'll never, never start. The speed of change happens. It's such a rapid pace these days. I don't know how that apprenticeship model, you know, people are sort of jumping and learn along the way. And I think it's a combination, right? I mean, I know we're being sort of making vast generalizations between little to no waste for the Italians and lots of waste for the Americans. I think that you learn how to to do it along the way. And as you're progressing through a project or a task or an objective, you become more efficient as you go through it. Yes. And what if you as the leader of your organization, okay, when, when people started, instead of starting with the, uh, the, the way the, um, the apprentice looks to what do they call the person that's the uh, what do they call that person they're looking up to that they're they're their mentor mentor okay what if instead of going through the process first what if you went through it with them along the way so you help guide them along the way which is the the method we like instead of instead of saying it has to be perfect before you start we understand this is new we understand we're going to learn new things. We had that conversation this morning, didn't we? In our office. We did. About something. Yes, right? we did. So um, we, we, we acknowledge, yeah, there's gonna, we're, we may skin our knees here. We're okay with that. Let's go. And we're going to be there with you if we need to change, if we all need to jump in. And that's the model that we like. I just think it's more modern. I think it's more, in the long run, it's more efficient because you move faster. And as you mentioned earlier, business moves so quickly these days that you just have to be out there. You just have to be moving as fast as you can. But I, I also agree that if you're there with your team, working alongside them and helping them figure out how to go fast, that at the end of the day, you're going to get more done but they're also going to start learning how to think critically, which, again, we've talked about, and begin to ask themselves those questions so that the next project that comes along, they're going to have already thought through some of this. Oh, it's brilliant. You know, the other thing about progression is that helping them think through what should be done, oh my gosh, so important, so they can start running down the right track. But that pacing progress that we talk about often that's really your job as a leader because as Lisa just said, there are going to be you're going to help them think through things critically. However, when we do new things, 
we learn new information. As we talked about, I don't know how many podcasts ago, new information means what? Uncertainty. And uncertainty means fight or flight and puts fear in your employees. That's right. So they typically will react one of two ways. They'll either stop or they'll go down a rabbit hole, neither of which you want. So having these checkpoints, pacing progress along the way, that is so critically important because you've laid out a progression. And one thing we know about a plan. Oh, well, the best laid plans. Yeah. And so, but it doesn't mean don't plan. It just means your plan's never going to be 100% accurate. Which is why you have checkpoints along the way so that you can adjust so your team doesn't get completely off track. Yeah, but yes, yes, we know that. But as business leaders, what we see often is that the business leader gets busy. And so they'll say, hey, can can we meet next week? Can we meet next week? Can we meet next week? And every time you do that, to an employee who you said it was a priority, they think it's no longer a priority, and so they stop working on it. You know, I know that that's true, but hearing you say that, it is like a light bulb moment in that I think as leaders, sometimes we believe that once we have given the team a direction and an objective and we've mapped things out that is just going to happen. And we forget that those speed bumps that occur along the way, if they don't have help to get over the speed bump, they're just going to stop and sit there. So if you don't check in, then progress is not being made. Yeah. And you know, it's such an, it's so easy to see how it happens because um, most plans, there's a lot of plans that are 100 pages long, right? And and there's so much complexity to it that once it starts to get rolled out, it's how could we ever wrangle this thing back in? Which is why ours, and we're not for everyone, right? But those that like a simple, practical, actionable one-page document, you keep referencing, it's like we're going to get them laminated because you're going to keep bringing it to meetings over and over and over and over again because it drives everything and it'll soon be electronic so you can get rid of your placemat or just use it as a placemat. I'm so excited. Yeah, I know. It's exciting, right? It's going to be fun. Now, what did you write down what we talked about this morning in the podcast? Uh, about the three questions? No, the other thing I mentioned, it was the about when um, when God <gasps> puts something in your Ziegler, heart. Yeah, yeah, when God, so God provides you what you need, but doesn't provide it to you until you start. So if you have something, I believe this came from a Zig Ziglar podcast. Yes. Yeah, yes. And if God puts something on your heart yes. that he wants you to do, he wants you to start knowing that he will provide the resources that you need once you start, but he really can't provide that to you until you start. Yes. And Fred Smith was a mentor to Zig Ziglar. And that's where that story came from. And I, I got confused with what they told it, whether it was Fred telling the story about Zig or... or Zig. Uh, anyway, it was know. very, very powerful in that um, that y- you, you're you not going to get the answers that you're looking for until you start. But everyone wants the answers before they start. 
And we can help by laying out a progression. We can help that. As, as leaders, we can start to do that, and that gives me some comfort. But letting them know, we know this is going to pivot. We know it's going to change. We're going to be there f- with you. We're going we're gonna to be that mentor. We're going to be like that apprentice. Like, you're that apprentice, but we're working, we're learning as we go. It's just a more modern, as I said earlier, approach that I think helps keep the pace of today's change. Well, it goes with, um, what is it? Nimble leadership, nimble, yeah. nimble yeah. leadership, isn't that the, or nimble strategy or, yeah. you know, there's, there's a whole psychology around being nimble and laying it out and doing really quick, um, checkups and asking those questions yeah. to see, well, do we need to pivot? Do we need to change? What piece of information did we discover or learn that is going to change something down the road? I think it makes it so much better. Yeah. Let them know you care by helping them with progression. Let them know you care by helping them think critically. And let them know you care by continuing to check up on what you said was a priority that they've been working their tails off on. Yeah? Yeah. Have you got some follow-up questions? I do have some All right. Some takeaways? Some takeaways. So there are a couple of questions. Three, actually, is what we've come up with. Uh, to help your team really understand the necessary progression that'll get you the results you want. And the first one is, is this a starting point when you're asking them about the one thing after you've established the main thing? You need to ask, is this the starting point? Or do we need to do something else for this to be successful and help them think through the, is this really where we need to start? Do we have everything in place that this is the one thing that we need to focus on? Yeah. And when that critical thinking mind map, the first thing that you go through is, have we done this before? And if we did, why did we do it? What did we learn? What was the decision criteria? What was the outcome? How do we make it better? How do we make it better? That's all part of the process because if you've, if you've done something similar in the past and you're painting it as it never happened, your employees may say, oh, we're forgetting the past tries and we're just ignoring them like they never happened. No, acknowledge them, learn from them. It's part of building to what's going to be better. But creating the, the new direction is step six in the sixth step. It's the last step. Then the second question is, what, if not done first, would cause anything we do next to either be put on hold or potentially fail? So if we don't do this first, 90 days from now, we're going to look up and be like, oh, fudge. Yes. We didn't do this, and now we're going to have to put this whole project on hold and go back and do it. Or worse, because you didn't do something this is a bust. Yes. And the whole project fails. And in the project management world, they call that critical path. What, 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 what's the path that has to happen and what can disrupt this path? And there's probably some project managers that are like, he just completely botched that definition, <laughs> which I'm certain that I did. But it is what has to happen so that we can do the next thing. And if it doesn't happen, the next thing's not possible. So that's my layman's term. I think version you did a great of, job. Okay. Then the third is, what will we need to have accomplished by what date in order to do the next priority and accomplish our one thing? So Mm. we have a project. Mm. It's our first quarter 90-day project. What has to be accomplished by when in order for us to move on 
to the, the next second. or the second yes. one thing focus yes. for the second quarter or the next segment that will relate and achieve the main thing, the yes. objective. Yes, because our system, we break it down into 90-day sprints, and then we broke those down into further digestible, achievable um, projects that your team can follow and track with. Lisa, this has been a very, very practical episode, I believe. Do you? It has. I think it's been practical and tactical. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I'm not much on tactics. I know, which is why this has been great. Yes. Well, I needed your help with that one, right? (laughs) Hey, listen, if you are looking for confidence and encouragement to move your business forward, to to get a clear path to where you want to go in 2019, keep listening. If you want to do it faster, give us a call. We'd love to have a conversation with you about how we help. It's the do it for me plan, which is we come in and we do it for you with your team. It's a lot of fun and we get things done really, really fast. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Caged Vision podcast. And don't forget to come back next week to hear more ideas, interviews, and case studies of others who just like you are subject matter experts and want more from their business.